episode of Dollars and Cents. Number five? Uh, yep, number five already. We okay. moving and moving. So, my name is Quentin Lightborn. We on Dollars and Cents. This day, um, I'm right here with my boy, Jay Carlisle. Introduce yourself. It's Carlisle Bethel. Um, um, we, we we here with uh, Jay and Q. Jay and Q? <laughs> you sound like you sleep, sleep, sleep with me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, man, I've been on sabbatical for about a, about a week. I, 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 had, I had time off. Yeah, man, you had time I, off. I had time off, so, you know, i just trying to... Get back into the groove of things. Get back in the loop. Okay. I know y'all missed me. I, that's fine. That's Come fine. Come on, you know. It was good. It was good. <laughs> Yo, season started before us. Yeah. Well, so like, it's good for us to be back. You know, um, the NBA season was last night. I'm sure all of us, yeah, we watched the Lakers and Clippers. I didn't like that. You didn't like that? You didn't like that? It is. It is what it is. I didn't like that. You didn't like it? You didn't like it? No, no. See, I see. I said LeBron fan. But see, oh, when, they, when they pick up LeBron, fan. they pick me up. It's a package deal. Ah, it's a package deal. It's a package deal. So that I come. Come with it. I was a part of the signing. <laughs> I was a part of the okay, contract. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that. <laughs> so Jay, would you would you talk about the game last night? I feel like pretty much the season over. We watched the finals or the the beginning of the finals because. <laughs> That's game one of the finals. That's <laughs> game one of the finals. that, I feel like that's pretty much it. Um, we was talking earlier, so we don't know that the East ain't really matter too much. They just I'm actually show pretty up. high on the Celtics. I'm actually pretty high on the Celtics. Why? Out the East. Why? You see, I, I'm a big Kemba fan, right? Yeah. You, you days, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think, I think uh, Kemba would be that floor general that they wanted Kyrie to be, or Kyrie wanted to be. Kemba mm-hmm. would be that person. So we'll see how it goes. I, I, I'm, high, I'm high on the Celtics. Well, I'll be good. Well, I'm a Sixer fan, so I've been to school in Philly, so I, I, I have high hopes. You know, I hope Ben Simmons developed this so-called jumper that we persons have been talking about. <laughs> so wait, six, see. He just by that. He just by that. <laughs> no, Sixers fans are hilarious. They saw, they saw one three-point shot in the yeah. preseason. That's and they're like, oh, Ben Simmons got a shot. What? Ben you. Simmons got a shot. After a 50-point blowout game, <laughs> like no time left in the game, he threw it up. It's like, I'm not sold this yeah. yet. I got to see it in the real game to solidify and say, you know what? That really jumper does make sense. Okay. I'm surprised they ain't let no confetti fall when I go back <laughs> Pretty much. Who, you, who, you, who y'all got? Who y'all got out, out, out of Aiden and, and, and Buddy? They play, I think that's their first game. Yeah, man. Show. So Buddy and Aiden playing tonight. Definitely, I give it to Buddy. I get the Buddy. You I get the Edge over Buddy tonight. I think he could come with some fire and motivation, you know. <laughs> but, you know, got the bag now. Got the bag now. So that, that's yeah, that's a bag, perfect, buddy. That's good. That's a perfect segue. We'll be going to our first topic, right? So first topic today, we're going to talk about Buddy here okay. and his contract, his new contract, the ninety-four million, eighty-six mm-hmm. million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I talk about it because, like, I know a lot of persons have a lot of different feedback. Like, I've been a part of various groups and conversations, and you have some people, oh, Buddy, stupid, he should have take that first offer for a year, ninety million dollars. What? Where he get out? He trying to take? He trying to demand one ten? And I think yeah. it's all. It's almost like a societal issue because people was like, you know, he's being greedy, being wrong. But the key is, and the key for for Buddy, what I thought was t- definitely knowing your worth. And I think that's big and that's key mm-hmm. in the market. You know, yeah. like we all know the DJs. Like, what are your thoughts? Or what were your thoughts on the Buddy, on his contract? <laughs> I commend Buddy for holding out. I mean, like we were saying earlier, after we see what Jalen Brown get, we wish he did it all a little longer, but. <laughs> We know that we know that, buddy. 
but he was deserving of it. Yeah. Like when you see the, when you see his skill set, shooters are necessary to win, for, guy, for yeah. a team winning. Yeah. And Buddy is one of the best shooters in the league, so I feel like it was it was a guarantee that he was gonna get paid. If he didn't, if the Kings didn't pay him, someone else was gonna pay someone him. Someone else was gonna pay him. Man. So yeah, I think they yeah. realized that. And Buddy looked like he wasn't he wasn't trying to move. He was he was comfortable there. And they got a good back card with the Aaron Fox, and they have that chemistry there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you didn't got that. I mean, I I think it's of course you no know, congratulations go out to Buddy for getting the bag. Um, I think big bag, buddy. Big bag, buddy. I think it's a. I, I think it's so. There's so many lessons in there. Right? We, we can talk about a little bit more, uh, but just yeah, I don't know. So I mean, you you have you have the details of the, of the yeah. contract. So the, go run through details of the contract. Yeah, let's run through details because like yeah, people it. really know because you know a lot of. All I know is he got. All I know is he got ninety million dollars. And buddy's my cousin. And buddy's my cousin. And I gotta reach out to him and I gotta cut this deal. My cousin. Buddy, remember when me and you screw up, man? You know that day when you was in trouble, but I helped you. You know, baby. Remember you want you ask my gator and I give you a sip. Yeah. So the thing is with the contract. So, Buddy signed a four-year, $94 million contract, right, with $86 million, 86.5 guarantee. So, the breakdown of it, right, his annual salary starts for the four years. It goes down each every, each year. So, okay. he starts off. His first year is going to be $24.4 million. Second year is $22.4 million. Third year is $20.5 million. And that's when he demand the trade. Yeah. That third year is when you get demolished. Yeah. That's when you yep. get demolished. Yep. That third year, you get demolished. Thank you. And then the fourth year, he get $18.6 million. And he have $2 million. He could reach in incentives each year. Okay. And, you know, and so I think the key thing is, I love people, but like some of the incentives I believe are very achievable for him. And like, so like, like that's what we're trying to do on dollars and cents. Break it down and explain people at all the details and all the facts. So some of the incentives is this, right? If he, um, if in one, if his first year, if he plays at least 70 games okay. and shoots 85% from the free throw line. Okay. That's doable for Buddy. That's doable. That's doable for Buddy. Okay. You know, so if he does that, mm-hmm. guess how much he get? How much? 500 grand. Just like that. Just like that. If you play 70 games and 85% from the free throw line. That's like when you used to get them points for attendance. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And then also now, if he's average, if he if his average of fewer than two turnovers per game. Okay. For the whole season, less than two turnovers per game. Guess how much that is? That's another 500 grand that he could get at the end of this year. Also, at the end of this year, if he lead... The league and three pointers. Well, that's a hard one. Now, that's a hard one. Maybe a little difficult, ah, you know. Difficult so like that's a difficult but who, one. Who was ahead of him when you look at three pointers? Because you gotta you gotta take oh, KD. KD ain't playing this year, and yeah. Clay Clay might not play this year as well. That's the thing about that space he used to have. Yeah, because now he's the, he's the focus on the offense, so that might cause his numbers to drop. So it's something yeah. So it's a give and take. And so if he gets that, that's another five hundred grand. And the other one. Thank you. And hmm. if he posts a defensive rating of 110.5. Okay, I know what the ratings, but so so yeah. Never that mean. If, 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 if he got good, if he got good, if he, if he, if he, if he got good, he just knows he gotta play some good defense. Some good defense. Okay. Three you and D. Three and D. Three and D. And so okay. like I tell persons, so see like knowing the details and like if you notice, like I tell persons with the average life cycle of regular human beings, like me and you and most of our listeners, right? As we get older, mm. our salaries go up. You see. And we reach 30-something, 40, 55, 60. That's when we hitting, like, our peak salaries. Yeah. You got to realize, for athletes, it's in reverse. 
They're, when they're young, that's when they're getting the most of their money. Right. It's reflected in Buddy's contract. You see, every year, his salary goes down. Right. So you see, Buddy is, and Buddy is 26 right now. Buddy could be 27 in December. You gotta realize, so, for the, so for the rest of his life, Buddy has to maintain whatever he's earned in his young life. Right. Because most times... I'll keep balling I'll out. Keep balling. Keep balling out. Know, yeah. Because it's not going to happen. So I tell persons, you got to look at it different from an athlete's perspective. You have to make so much of that money on the front end of your life. Right. right. Because when you get, when anybody reach 50, 60... Right. But he can't play ball 50, 60, 65. Right. And so you have to be able to accumulate enough money in your young years, invest it, and you could cruise and coast right. for the rest of your life. Is that true? Right. I mean, because, like, like, for example, you even basketball, you say, like, you know, fellas who, like, LeBron, right? Yeah. He, what, in his 30, 34, 34? I think. 34, 34. 30. And they say, oh, father time. So when you think about the age, the difference is so is so different, right? And so like like you mentioned, you have, they have to get their money quick. Yep. They got to make that. They got to be ruthless with that. Mm-hmm. And, and see, then they got to make it work. And I agree. And see, like, I tell persons and other argument I was telling persons, Buddy is 26, about to be 27. Remember, Buddy did four years in at Oklahoma. He didn't come yeah, in the league. Yeah, he, he was right. 20, he 21. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like how Zion them in the league right. now. Yeah, Those 19. guys have potential for at least two big contracts. Mm. Buddy. He got this one and potentially one, one more. Potentially one, one more. more. Like, so the thing is, he have to capitalize on his time. And I agree. Like, I think Buddy made the right decision. And I think it's mm-hmm. perfect that I'm happy that he got it. I'm happy he got the incentives. Mm. But, you know, I know Buddy had to feel some type of way. And, you know, we got a sound clip from 10 Years Seniors, and definitely we can let y'all know what Buddy said. Oh, I felt great. You know, and, you know, no matter what the numbers are, no matter what, it's a lot of money, and uh, a lot of money to take care of my family for the rest of my life and generations to come, and, uh, and I'm not going to keep stopping. You know, I want to get more than I get. So after that four years up, I want to dig in deep and get some more. So um, I'm coming for whatever God has me, and... Uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm happy for that, and I'm blessed to be in the situation. Knowing where I came from, knowing the struggles I've been through, and uh, to me, like small kid from Ireland, 10 years ago, who would have thought I'd be able to see a contract like that? You know, if you tell, tell your friends that, they'll laugh at you, and uh, nobody believe it, but uh, I can live with a dream, and I'm just trying to be inspiration for kids out there in the Bahamas, and just let them know that anything is possible. Once you put golf first, continue work hard, you know, put your craft, and uh, you're really serious about it. Uh, you can make it, and it's uh, a lot you can do to take care of your family. It doesn't have to be basketball. doesn't have to be something professional, you know, in your workplace, whatever. You know, just keep on putting your mind towards it and just trust in him, uh, he, and he will bless you for sure. And so, and then after that, in terms of what Buddy said, it just shows you that you have to know what you're worth. And a couple of years later, then what we see. Jalen Brown, how much Jalen Brown got? 110, 115. 115. Jalen Brown, who averaging less points than Buddy, is not as productive, in my opinion, as Buddy. I may be biased. Call me as is, right? But he got $150 million over four years. You know, so like I said, you got to know your work. But Jalen Brown is 22. 22. So look at that. Yeah. He's going to be 26 when he get. he's going to be Buddy age and get them potentially get another Big and contract. You, and, when think, and when you think about it like that, right? You, you see, you see, buddy, buddy wasn't being unreasonable. No, he's been very humble with it. He was, as uh, which he naturally, naturally is, right? Um, he wasn't being unreasonable. Um, but he, like you said, he knows value. Yep. He knows his value, and he was saying, "Listen, I deserve at minimum 110 
million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we can discuss it, but I ain't taking that initial offer, and that ain't working out. Yeah. So yeah. Even, even even if y'all don't give me the hundred hundred and ten upfront, at least give me a way to where I can make it. A way to get it. Yeah, man. At least we can wiggle on the market. Yeah. You see the incentives where I can push it up. At least give me a chance to get there. If you ain't giving me a trade forward, I should know that when I negotiate my job, bro. Definitely. That's someone I glad. Like I say, we live on IG today. Um, Jay is on his IG page. Kala is on his personal IG page. All of us on our personal IG page, and I'm sure over time we got questions and comments. So yeah. one of the guys, so Steven, so Steven Duncan the Q, right? He tells me, said, buddy, contract was structured that way to make room for Fox and Bagley extensions. You know, most contracts increase by the year. But okay. see, and that's the other thing. So. See, Sacramento has some cap space because they, they, those guys on rookie contracts. Right. And the thing is, and Buddy made some valid points. Buddy said, ain't no big free agent coming here. No. Y'all got a bunch of rookie bunch contracts. Of rookie so y'all got this money. Right. <laughs> y'all right. got this y'all money. Got it. Yeah. Y'all got it. And so that's the thing. You guys got to definitely know what your worth is. And, you know, that segue is perfect into, like, what we talk about and, like, as, as us as dollars and cents talking about finances, personal and national mm-hmm. and economic finances, we look at this. Like, persons always say... They don't know their worth mm-hmm. and turns on a job. You know, we all know the age or taboo when you go to a job. Shh, don't tell no one how much you make. You know, don't tell, don't tell, um, don't tell Johnny how much you making. Don't tell him how much he making, what the incentives is. And so when it's time to negotiate a pay raise and do all these things, no one knows. So I know, Jay, you have a story that's similar to yeah. this and not knowing your worth. <laughs> yeah. Listen, so uh, this when I was in the bank. This when I was directly in the bank. So it gave me time when I was trying to look around, you know, find other institutions to go to. And I sat on this um, interview, the process, three interviews or what's not, man, um, at the CEO and all that. Interview went well. They loved me. So they called me back and they was like, yeah. We really, we really like your spirit. We really like your experience. <laughs> we know that you, we know that you leave in one institution, and we and we glad that you choose our, us. Yeah, yeah. We know you want to help people and inform the people as far as finances come. So mm-hmm. we would love to have you. So they butted me right up. So oh, right up, boy. They butted so you right like, up, boy. Oh, right, let's make this <laughs> okay. Let's sign the contract. I better get traded quick uh-huh. until they give me the number. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. Um, but I already tell you what I was making. Yeah, at the other place. And you all still come. Uh, <laughs> the, the offer was but five, six grand less what than what I was making. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I t- tell them, don't worry about it. Everything goes. Wow. You know what it's getting me? What? What it's getting flipping me? What I don't like? When you go on an interview uh-huh. and they say, how much you expect to make? <laughs> or what you want to make? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I don't you you know you know the range you're willing to pay. Yeah. Give me what you willing to pay. You know the number. You want me to throw a number. <laughs> and automatically and you'd be like like and and that's such a lose lose situation, right? Because yeah. you, you you caught in this trap where you in you in an interview, you want this job, you yeah. need a new job. It's even worse when you don't have a job and you're looking to get a job, right? Mm-hmm. Um you caught in this trap where you uh negotiating, you like the job, like the people, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, what you wanna make? You're like, you know what, I really was trying to make forty grand. I was looking to make forty grand. Mm-hmm. But if I say that they may not, they, they, may, may, they, may, they, may, they may not choose me, or they may pick someone else. Like so let me let me go and say thirty grand. And then when you say thirty grand, that's the starting point. So that means yeah. they can negotiate you down nah, from that. Agreed. And see, like it comes with the art of negotiation. Like the thing is, like you have to know or have an idea of what you're worth. And so see, like when persons, when you go for a job, most persons, you know, you go online, you Google the company, what their information is. But also for yourself, you have to be able to negotiate and see, okay, how much. 
on my worth, yeah. like my qualifications, my experience. Mm-hmm. And you have to know, and you got to stand firm. Like, companies, a lot of persons shortchange themselves because, okay, oh, I don't really know my worth yet, and so whatever they give me, I'm going to take. Yeah. Like, I remember, I'll tell you a story. I remember when I came out of college, my first job, I was working, I can say the name, I don't care, shameless plug. <laughs> I was working at BAF Financial. Come on from school, <laughs> had a, had a, Honors degree in finance, and I believe I know this and that. Suit and tie. Come on, BAF stopped me off with a whopping $18,000 a year. I was like, $300 something a week. And, you know, and so, see, like, the thing is, so see, like, not knowing your worth. Yeah. And you go in there, you're like, damn. And then I was there for eight months, and I just said, you know what? My worth a little more than this. <laughs> and that's when yeah. I made the transition to the offshore banking sector. But the thing is, like, and so that's the thing, knowing your worth. And I think persons got to know how to negotiate yeah. and understand that, hey, it's, a, it's simple bargaining. If you want, like, okay, give the simple analogy. There's someone who I know they wanted, they wanted a ten thousand dollar increase on their annual salary. It's kind of hard to do. Yeah. But if you have, if you get new certifications or qualifications yeah, and all and that, all it, it could be done. Could be done. So he went and he was like, you know, I want fifteen thousand dollars more. You know, his goal was to ten. Ten. But he go there and say fifteen. And so you talk down, talk down, negotiate. You may not get ten, you get but you close. To 10. to 10 Whereas if you go there Ask him for 10, 10 They ain't giving you that They ain't they can giving talk you, you 10 down. They can talk they you down They can say meet me halfway at 7 <laughs> Thank you Meet me halfway <laughs> And so then You ready Cut out yourself You're not even close To what you want And I think that's a big thing And it's so different See like The statistics in NASA Right Like you can't really find out And oh wait You could find out how much A job A yeah. job How much your pay Average or scale Real. So wait But see The employers like That mystique That taboo where Oh, you know, no one talk about how much they owe. Don't talk. Don't them. talk. So we could give, we could pay them whatever they want because right. Kalali ain't can tell Q how much he yeah. making. Q ain't can tell J how much he making. So all of them working, right. doing the same, same thing. Job. <laughs> but we can but pay them. But that's that's so true. But and, and, and I think that's why employers enforce that and push that so hard. But I remember the first the first job mm-hmm. I started, um, the same one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that job. Right? Yeah, we had the same job. So, so I got there. I said, I want, I want cool. I want cool. 35 was my goal, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool 35. I talked to them about <laughs> all my qualifications. And it's like, well, you know, you really need all that. You really yeah. basically, basically could be pushing this paper and doing this. Yeah, da, da, yeah. Da, da. Talk it on. And we're talking 123 grand, right? So I said, oh, I said, you know what? Yeah. I tried to negotiate. I said, you know, we got 23. Yep. Oh, we, got <laughs> yeah. we get this. We, we, we go with this. So I, so I take it, boom, I gone, right? Yeah. Um, if I knew um, what everyone else was making, mm-hmm. um, I would have a better um, ground to bargain yep. with, right? Yes. And so that's, and so even in that same interview, they was like, now listen, um, there's certain things we don't really tolerate. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. One is talking salary. They cut that from the mm-hmm. jump. Yeah. It's they the tell mistake. him to jump. Don't talk no salary because, like you say, Buddy was able to negotiate his contract better because he knows. Hey, listen, this person over here signed an X amount contract, yep. and he was shooting this percentage less than me. I deserve at minimum that. Yep. Now I think the extra that I bring to the table is worth this extra. Blah blah blah. Now if he didn't know the market value or something, right? So of if course. I try, if, if I if I try to sell you a car, right? And I just I don't I don't tell you the type of car it is. I don't tell you nothing about it. I just I say it's a car. 
Like you don't know how mm-hmm. much they going for, and you you got a bargain base in the dark. Yeah. But the employer could see the whole layout of the line, boy. <laughs> you know, you know this one make it pay, Agreed. that one get paid, and they don't yeah. want you talking about it because it puts power in your hand. So you got I. My thing is talk about your salary to yeah. your close friends, your close, talk, yeah. and your colleagues, and, and know, your close and know, colleagues. That's true. You gotta know it, and, and like you say, you'll see how much. The company value. Now, I ain't trying to sell no drains out there. This is nothing I telling you to go there and tell your boss, I need this amount of money yeah. because I is this and I wait this. I need 50 grand. I'm, I want I'm you parking get fired. in the front. I don't want you to get fired and then come blaming me. I'm They tell us go in there and act the fool and tell our boss, but we wait. We'll make that clear. That's a disclaimer. We just saying it turns like it makes the world much easier. And for yourself, like I say, it is you know just know your price range, or just know how much you're yeah. worth right. in the job. Right. Yeah. Another thing, uh, go on, go on, go on. I would say is do research. So if, if you if you know the the job position that you hold now, I would say call around other institutions. If you if you have mm. um, friends in other places, find out what their what their pay um, range looking like. Okay. And based on that's that, good, good. you would know it whether that's to transfer or where it's time to switch teams or go back. Because more, like you said, more, more than likely. Someone out there got doing the same job you about to exactly, do. or maybe it may be a little bit different here and there. But if it's in finance, or is that someone out there doing that, doing that job in yeah. that institution? If it's if it's in a hotel, someone doing that hotel that that job at another yeah. hotel. And Try and reach out like do your research for real. That's a good point. That's why I, I know I I know the job. Like I, I already noticed, but regardless of what title they call it. Um, PBO officer, loan officer, account manager, whatever it is. Senior I, vice president. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vice president or ATM cards. Yeah. Like once you know the position or the work that they do, you know the role. And you because you know the role, you know, okay, if this what I get in over here, regardless of whatever they call it, this is my same position. If this what they paying, mm-hmm. I need to mess with that. Or if this what they paying, okay, that's something what I could get. Mm-hmm. And another thing I would say is just like how buddy got incentives, see what other incentives they have. Because I had a I had a friend who I basically talked to when it came to negotiations and she wanted she wanted um the but ten grand increase. Mm-hmm. She didn't get the ten grand increase, she got about around about six or seven. But that job came with the potential for overtime. Yeah. And then overtime that she made so far, she already made that ten that yeah, pushed that her salary it. up to the ten grand. Yeah. So although it might not be upfront if it have potential for overtime or different benefits or things like that. So look I would say do your research and look at look at the whole picture. Right. Yeah. So you, you might get, you might not get five hundred thousand for right. leading the league in trees, but if you work some overtime that might push you up the mm-hmm. at least one nine nine grand increase or so. Well, mm-hmm. and, and another thing that I like about that another lesson the whole NBA and the buddy contract signing, um what I'm loving about the NBA today is mm-hmm. this whole idea of players must be loyal to one team is out the window. Yeah, those are Right, that, that, see, but before they used to try and shame, they used to try and shame players into sticking with a team, <laughs> yeah. right? Or yeah. used to trade, they used to trade. But LeBron pretty much changed that narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Bro. To say the same thing with people, with, with, with people when you working on your job, yeah. don't yeah. be so loyal oh, to a yeah, job. Yeah. Will you put off? Will you put your own success to the side? Right. Right? If you know, if you know you worth something, and you know there's another a competitor who's doing the same thing, reach out to them. Bro. Yeah, a girl. Reach that's, out to them, apply, and, and say, "Listen, I know how to do this already." Because every day you, every day you, you, you go to your job and you gain some experience, some knowledge, your value increases, yeah. right? But if you want to set, if you want to set contract, a set salary every year, the the amount you pay. 
the amount you receive it stays the same but your value mm. increases so the company gets that value from so you. when you shift shift diagonally yep and and get that value that you made right yep. and that's what you gotta do and that's what you do in the nba yeah don't be loyal to these companies you got, yeah. and see the thing is i'm sure like see with persons in our generation like those years where our mommy and our daddy and yeah, our grandparents blind, was waking for 30 40 years yeah. them days out the window that blind loyalty, you know if you don't, don't get <laughs> out the window you know so like i say the thing that so i think companies will adopt as well and so like i say i think jay made a good point in terms like i say incentives incentives is a big thing i even forgot like there was even a couple more incentives with buddy there's more but incentives but more incentives with buddy if buddy was near to the all-star game another 500 g's if he get that Clear. if he made if the kings made the playoff another 500 g's buddy get and, and that's and that's and that's funny because even we don't think about adding incentives to our contract thank you so i was i i, I was applying for a job i was moving from the first job i had us going to the second job um that second job required me to get some certifications mm-hmm. and they said okay we'll bring you on but you have to get these certifications in these years. I said, okay, well, if I get them within this time period, right, I could get them in two years, but if I get them in one year, I want a $10,000 increase to my salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they negotiate, they go back, and they yeah. put it in there. Yeah. See, that you could you could put incentives in your contract as well, and it gives you, it gives you the employee, mm-hmm. a boost to push and strive for yeah. better as well. Yeah. Totally agree. And I, and I think that's the big thing. Like I say, it's so like, I looked at the whole buddy here thing as such a microcosm yeah. of what happens in the financial industry on the financial world in the Bahamas. Because, you know, persons don't look at it like, you know, persons think, oh, you know, buddy's a multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. But no, you, mm-hmm. everyone has their worth. Yes, everyone, everyone has their worth and their value to a company. So, I, so I'm sure like, see those incentives and stuff like that will show a great, Right. So companies, right. if they worth, if you're worth it and they want you, they will listen and negotiate with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then two, so just 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 for the new listeners, what we're discussing now is pretty much Buddy Hill's contract and how it applies to you mm-hmm. negotiating on your job as well. We got we got Jay and Q with us as well. Um, and and one of the things too, what I always tell people, I always say, you know, by you as an employee, the company is not doing you a favor by hiring you. Mm-hmm. This this is it. This this is it. This is a job that you are being paid to do. Ain't no favor, no. <laughs> right? And sometimes do. they are. Is they doing you a favor by hiring you for you to make them money, right? Mm-hmm. If you going on your job, you working hard, you getting things done. Ain't no favor. This 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 is an agreement. This is a deal where we did de- where we where we have where we have um. Good. We organized. Someone so someone also someone just asked. I'm sure y'all if y'all have questions, let us know, right? So someone just asked, right? How long should you be with a company before you try to negotiate? Okay. So that, that's interesting. That's a nice question. That's a nice question. So of course, from the jump, you find or whatever. But I think that. It's a case-by-case basis based yeah, on definitely. the nature of your company. So, like, you know, like, for me, honestly, like, I look at... I, I look at myself I put myself always in three to five windows mm-hmm. so I have a three year window with my company where you know like um, like buddy my third year I need yeah. my contract extension although you know I say look at I need my contract extension <laughs> this is what I didn't do this is what I didn't bring so like I think it all depends yeah. on your company and then also I think you have to be very sensitive with it where you don't come off as a pretty much like a grouch or where you're just looking for money from the jump mm-hmm. so you have to approach it delicately mm-hmm. but like I honestly I think in our I would say two to three years is a good time to say probably reevaluate, look at it, and have a sit down with your HR, or your boss. My yeah. view is it. I say, I say, but when you when you get to the point in your job where you know that if you were to walk away today, 
um, things around you would fall apart mm-hmm. on that company, it's time yeah. for you to negotiate on contract. Mm-hmm. You right? know your it's time for you to negotiate on contract, right? And and and, and you ain't and, and don't go on and saying this this what I want. I go on just be yeah, listen. Yeah. Um, this is what I've done. You have to listen. Or this is what exactly. I've done. I'm I'm the type of employee that you need that you're looking for. You can't mm-hmm. find me. Oh, you can't find me. Uh, you can't find someone like me that could do what I do. Da da da. And I think I deserve a little bump in my salary. Yeah. yeah. Right. And when you get to that point where if you walk off the job and your department fall to pieces <laughs> or your desk fall to pieces, it's time to push that push that little advantage you got and, mm-hmm. and make that That's money. Leverage. You know? Like like, like Carl Allen Q saying, like know your worth, know what you provide, know the value that you bring. Now when you sit when you sit there and say, Okay, this is what I do, if you can't come up with enough ideas or enough substance to say, Okay, this is my work, then you gotta reevaluate yourself. Like you gotta look at yourself and say, Okay, what can I do better to put myself in a better position? Mm-hmm. Like uh, we reference in the buddy, like buddy, know he performing. Yeah. Like he he has he has his stats and Precise. all of those to show. So if, if you just showing up, mm-hmm. if you ain't really performing, if yeah, you ain't yeah, if you yeah, ain't yeah. meeting target, yeah. then I don't think we should address that. Like you might have the whole law, the whole law, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you might have the whole law until you shooting a certain percentage, and, uh-huh. and then realize, say, okay, now I had this percentage. Now I was one of the best in the league or the best in the company. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk. And mm-hmm. and even not just to go on your on your previous point, Jay. You gotta do your homework. Yeah. You gotta yeah. do your homework. If you go there and say, "Listen, um, th- this is what ev- this is what the average person, the average employee is doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm pushing. This is what I'm pulling." You have leverage to do it, but you gotta do your homework and you gotta perform. Yeah, but, that's true. You know, well, definitely, like I say, and so like before we like before we go, keep on going and go to our next topic. We definitely got a shout out to Titan Securities. Mm-hmm. You know, they're one of our uh, one of our sponsors for the year. You know, they, they have two um, funds out there. Take a look at them, Titan Securities. They are monthly subscriptions. And monthly redemptions. So take a look at it. The Titan Security is type of global bond fund. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like I say, take a look at it in total income fund. So mm-hmm. take a look at them. Like they're very good. They're located on West Bay Street. So Titan Securities Limited. Go go there. Look into it and looking at investment. Mutual fund is a very safe first start of investment. So mm-hmm. definitely take a look at it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just say a little plug, a little shameless plug mm-hmm. as well. At our last episode, um, <laughs> we was talking about well, the episode before last, we mm-hmm. were talking. Talking about the value in stocks, and I could increase mm-hmm. and decrease. Yep. And you showed us we, we looked at that cable, at that cable, yep. uh, cable bomber stock, yep. and a double in value. Double in value. Um, what, what looks like it was happened around Hurricane Dorian time, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And what happened with that, what I believe is because of when BTC dropped. Uh huh. Um, and all the negative press and all the stuff that was around BTC mm-hmm. and alive, and people started and alive was still functioning. Yeah, people started to switch to alive. People, and so the value of the of the company alive and cable went up. So yeah. therefore, the stock value in cable went up. So those who had that stock at the lower price when that jump up, they get yeah. themselves a little a nice little addition to the today in gum. Yeah, and a big thing was they was able to sell off on one of their US based companies. They was able they bought it initially some years back for like a hundred close I don't even think a hundred and fifty million, but close around a hundred million dollar range. They sold it off. And then yeah. they sold it off and they got three hundred and twenty three million dollars for it. Yeah. So see so they got so they, they cashed in on their yeah, investment. They cashed in on their investment plus they also then of course the market, you know, moved increased more for live in terms of the health yeah. hurricane. I didn't so, see, 
positions now. Yeah, so they, they shift positions. So all those things played a factor into that Cape Bahamas start going up. And when we had the president of the CFA Society on here, Mr. Jerome Franks, he spoke about it. He did, yeah. We spoke about it and we said that this is something that, you know, to look at. We didn't give any guarantees, mm-hmm. but we told persons that Cape Bahamas is a good start to look at. We spoke about it. And look what happened. Look at boom. You know, so that's a big thing, right? And definitely, I got to also give a shameless plug um, to the bush cook. Um, she she gave me some pea soup today, so I could try it out. Hold on, bush cook sell pea soup? Yeah, today they used to sell pea on, soup. Hold on, hold on. Just this pea soup with the meat and some, some dumpling and everything. Some real pea soup. Hold on, they give you pea soup because of the podcast? Because if that's the case, you got to give me Boy, some. no, no. I know. When I went there, they said they had soup. And I was like, what? I ain't had soup in a minute. So I, I said, you know, know, let me get some pea soup. You know, so. I put you to sleep pea soup. Like, you couldn't do no more work for the rest of the day. No, no, no. It's still in the car. So when I go home, I eat that up and then I sleep there get the night on that pea soup. You know, so the other thing right now, so we're going to definitely go right, I think, to a topic that I think that touched all of us in some single, yeah. in some way or another. Talk about the financial impact of Hurricane Dorian. Hurricane Dorian, yeah. You know, so like, I think, you know, Hurricane Dorian has been, you know, it's hurt, affected a lot of persons in Grand Bahama and in Abaco. So, you know, a lot of persons have moved. We've been able to receive as a country a lot of donations. A lot of feedback from countries in terms of how we rebuild or restructure. You no, know, Kyle, what do you think of some of the things that we will continue from a financial perspective mm-hmm. about the hurricane? I, I think I think one of the big things about it is um, is it's, it's hard to talk about the finances of the hurricane, right? Because yeah. it, it always is easy to come across as very insensitive and cool, yeah. right? You know, people struggling, hurting. You're talking about dollars. You're talking about dollars and 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 figures. It's like you know these things are so, uh, and which they are when you look at the value of human life, right? They, it's just the most valuable thing we have, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look at the finances of it, um, one of the things that I think the deputy prime minister mentioned, he was saying, um, which then they're cutting back the budgets in a lot of ministries and a lot of different. Um, um, Agencies and programs is because he's saying, "Listen, the GD Abaco and Grand Bahama was our second and third strongest economies, yeah. right? And so that's so that's two that's two out of three of your pillars just gone, gone right? So so Abaco is no longer." Producing is no longer is no yeah. longer seling goods. The economy has just come to you blew an engine, right? Not even yep. weak, like, not even weakened, just completely. Right, yes, yeah. so it's like if you have a plane, um, you got the two engines and one engine's blow. You now fly with one engine. Um, so the so the, the the economic value on that is is difficult. And we did and we did receive some some donations from from some from some uh, countries foreign, foreign countries. I, yeah. I have this report here by the um, by the by the United. By the United Nations, um, and what they were speaking about, they were saying that you know, we received about in pledges uh, about eleven million in pledges. Um, uh, that people said they would donate that uh, yeah. as from private organizations. Um, I think the Prime Minister said we've received actually received money on hand seven million dollars so far. Yeah. So far, you have countries that 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 has that have pledged. You know, I think about forty million dollars. When you look at this, but I mean, it's, it's a lot of money in a sense. But when you look at the amount of damage um, and the amount of 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 repairs that's needed, yeah. it's, that's that's pennies. Yeah, that's pennies. That's pennies. Um, um, now, and the one one thing I mentioned, UQ and, mm. and Jay as well is I was talking about this whole idea of the broken window fallacy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, explain, what, explain to them. Yeah. Okay, so what, what what the broken window fallacy is speaking about, right? Is there was this theory that said uh, it started out with with war, saying war is good for the economy, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it could be applied to natural disasters as well. Because the theory of it is, if if you have um, a rock that breaks a window. Right. If your win- if someone breaks your window, you now have to pay 
the window the window repair guy to fix it. Mm-hmm. So if he charged you ten dollars, you just put ten dollars into the economy. You now paid him ten dollars to repair your window, mm-hmm. which you would not have paid had the window not been broken. Mm-hmm. And so the thinking is that because uh, because of the damage in Abaco, you the country now has to hire people, has to pay people, has to buy resources. To repair the damage in Abaco. So all that is contribution to the economy. Yeah, stimulating the economy. Now, the reason they call it a fallacy is because while it is activity, it is movement, yeah. right? The economy is, is, is active. It's not growing. What yeah. you're doing is putting, is, is spending resources, taking it back to where it was, was. as opposed to taking it forward, forward somewhere else. And so that, that's, that's a part of the whole idea of the, of the, of the fallacy of it. Um, but I, I mean, how, how do you, it, how, how do you all see things moving forward in terms of the, the economic side, whether it's people living here or mm-hmm. I know I have people from Abaco waking mm-hmm. on, on, on the job here. Before we answer that, we have a question from Rio Oceans that asks, will all government ministers experience a budget cut I believe all I believe all were asked to cut like some yeah. 10% or something yeah I think so all so I mean I mean I mean, everything everything like down for like, like junk a new prize yeah. money yeah. like straight down the line everything but I feel like that, that's ex- that's expected when you look at the the, the level of devastation right? yeah it is it, this isn't something um, that we've experienced before this is this is catastrophic that's the word right there so you can't you can't operate business as usual. So the budget cuts are necessary. I see, um, Abaco economy is like we say like that's completely gone. I don't see that that us being able to repair that right right no time soon. So that's mm-hmm. gonna take a lot of injection. Mm-hmm. I see that we're gonna have to get creative as far as um industry is mm-hmm. to really to really bring more money in. So we just legalize the thing, man. They joking, just legalize the thing. He <laughs> that tear the economy, joking, yeah, man. We, we got we got to get creative and look at new means to say create create more money. Um, foreign investor, for they're gonna look into stronger foreign investors and see how they can bring in more. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I see I see a lot of strain on New Providence, and this isn't the paint the evacuees or anything in a bad light or anything like that, but the strain as far as certain industries yeah. because now um, th- because those industries collapse those workers come in here so we know yeah. that uh, say the hotel industry right. that, yeah. that'll be uh, basically a strain for those employees where yeah. it's like okay now your job being as so right. secure because if you was a chef and you could slack off you get for like six, right. six chefs now ready to replace you like that and I think that will bring us a little closer at home too mm-hmm. even on a mm-hmm. personal level right yeah um, I, I know that the, the, the government and and even um, got beat up a couple of times because even when they first came in they started to cut back on some expenses they cut back on ministries they were saying listen we got to save some money we got to put some money to the side da 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 um, you know they, they even said God forbid we get bust for one hour again yeah right um, and I think it, it speaks even to, to we as people individuals as much as possible as much as possible you want to save some money for that rainy day. Yeah, yeah. You want to put some money on the side right. for when tragedy does it, because you never know what life will throw at you, right? Uh, you know, much times I, I finally see myself getting some money in my pocket, and boom, I bust the deepest pothole in Nassau, yeah, and I got a shell of money to repair my tire, right? You you, you never know what would, would come your way, so as much as possible, try to put some money to the side for that rainy day. Um, um, and so that that added some some benefit. We had some cash on hand to really do some stuff, but mm-hmm. but that's. Uh, 
Well, that's definitely a big thing because, like I said, like the there was a press statement. Well, sorry, there was a report recently. Um, I think yeah, either yesterday, um, that so far we've received a little over seven million dollars from yeah, seven. Uh, I think seven point five. Yeah, seven point five. Um, but it's projected of uh, we've uh, projected that we're going to make fifty five million, based on some numbers from the UN or whatever right. in terms of financing. So, I, and I think that number is going to increase. And the thing is, like I said, I think the funds in terms of rebuild. And it's gonna gonna take a big effect. Um, the Baker's Bay, that's a big resort in Abaco. They've advised that they won't be opening or reopening right now. Right now. So all the employees and persons that are employed there are no longer employed. And they and have to find some other. They have to find somewhere to work or come to Nassau. And so it's gonna take a lot of time from a rebuilding perspective in terms of building back the economy. The government has a huge task ahead of it. I, I mean, and even I think they I think someone said it was like billions in terms of the damage that was sent. When you think about yeah, it, as the, far as infrastructure. The, the amount of roads you gotta repave, the, yeah. the electricity, the the watering, the the just the basic facilities that, that have been built over time. Yeah, right? to make that island inhabitable. Yeah. You got you gotta do all that again to say it's that ain't gonna be that's not gonna be easy and my heart goes out to everyone you know from from Abaco or people who might have suffered uh, or knew people that did yeah we, de- we definitely looking at the financial aspect of it but we don't we don't make light of the the human six side we know that mm-hmm. that is a that's devastation and that's 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 traumatic but like yeah. like to experience that that's something that some people can bounce back from right yeah. right so we know that we gotta move with caution um and then plan with caution because it could have been, it could have, it could have, it was Abaco, it could have been Grand Bahama, but that could have been us. Yeah. You know? Well, that's why I can't take that, you know. No, no, definitely. That's why I can't take a blow like that, you know. We all know that. We all know that. You know, any questions? Anyone got any questions? No, I man. I got no I, questions. I, I think I. I got all my questions. Yeah, well, let me see. I, I think Someone I, said that um, the bottle, the bottle is dangerous. Them bottles are dangerous. <laughs> Goodbye. They definitely are dangerous. Goodbye. Uh, Shout out to Nassau Street. <laughs> Nassau Street. Nassau Street is horrible, man. Yeah. Well, like I say, in terms of that, for the most part, so like I say, financially, you know, these are some of the things that we want to look at in terms of Buddy Hill contract. Definitely knowing your worth and the impact in terms of hurricane relief and the effect that it would have. Mm-hmm. You know, I would still encourage persons to donate to ensure that, you know, the organization would have all reputable and whatever. Donate, give those funds because persons are going to need it. Yeah. You know, the country's going to need it. Be your brother's keeper. I ask you all of that. Be your brother's keeper because, you know, it could be us. Right. The next year, next two years, we could be in the same situation. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I just wanted to say. Anything else you guys want to say? Man, I, 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 th- I think we should just all drop a little depart and some depart and wisdom from the, from the podcast. And I guess sense. I'll start this. I'll start this one off. I mm-hmm. think um, the main thing for me, like buddy... <laughs> Negotiate and talk about your contract, bro. Hmm. Negotiate and talk about your contract. Talk about your job, how much you, how much you're worth. Know your worth and 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 push for it. Mm-hmm. What, you, what you what you got, Jay? My my point will be um, do your research, do your research, and make sure I perform. Once you know once you know exactly how much shots you hitting and your percentages, uh-huh. then you, that give you more leverage to say, hey, I want this. Mm-hmm. And once they come in with a number, you can say, no, I don't want that because you already know. The caliber player you at, so I would say do your research, um, and 
don't ever put loyalty over business. Of course. Yeah, because that, that, that business would have put yeah. its business over you. You drop down there tomorrow and replace you that replace you that same day. Listen, before we go, let me um so the institution I used to work to, I tell you, they find a manager in the house. Body still fresh. Like her employees had to find her in the house. Because uh-huh. wow. she didn't come to work. Yeah. Before her body was in the dirt, they already replaced her. Yes, they, they already announced who money, the new money, manager was. Money, money gotta move to them before, the before the funeral, we already know who's replacing us. So I would say don't put loyalty over business. <laughs> like as much yeah. as you like the financial institution, as 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 long as you've been to that business, if it ain't if it ain't your business, don't put loyalty <laughs> over your yeah. business. I know buddy. you love your co-workers. Right. Yes, man, Get the bag though. Yeah, and you wanna have fun, but agree. You know, and I think and I and that's and that right there, I think Jay, I think that was a good point. You know, that person will look here. Before you went before you six feet under, you replace. So you like I say, you gotta do what's best for you. The game change. Everything changed. The NBA changed. Mm-hmm. We got it. The, the only thing that remains constant in this universe is change, and those who adapt persevere, and that's the reality. So you just have to change and move forward. Mm-hmm. The thing is, but my partner, or my partner word would definitely just be, you know, be out there, be your brother's keepers. A lot of persons are still affected by the hurricane. Yes. Don't mind the. Social media trending and the talk has gone down. A lot of mm-hmm. people still are hurting out there in the Bahamas. No home, no place we lose to go. Every, lose everything. Lost everything. So you know, if you could continue to help, continue to help Bahamians where they can, and help them. You know, and other than that, you know, I'll see y'all in the next episode of Dollars and Cents. Dollars and Cents. Make sure you use the hashtag Dollars and Cents. Hit us up um, on Facebook. Q's DM is still open. I mean, <laughs> Q we get no DM. Q we get no DM in a while. This is episode five. We did that two episodes. Hey, I need three DMs. Yeah, 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 I know DMs in a while. What y'all dealing with? DMs dry up, everybody. DMs dry, you know. Make sure hit up QDM. Dry dog. Exactly. Use the hashtag dollars and cents. Ask some questions if you want to. So, yeah. Appreciate it, y'all. Y'all have a good day. Appreciate it, man. Y'all be safe. Thanks.